Let's give him the praise right now. All over this house. Let's lift up our hearts with our hands. Let's cry out to him right now and thank him. Hallelujah, Lord. You're worthy. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, I would like to turn your attention to the book of Hebrews. Amen. Book of Hebrews, chapter number 12. Amen. It is good to be in the house of God this morning. Man, I am very excited about what God's going to do. That song we sang said, He's woke us up this morning. I'm happy about the fact He woke me up this morning. And the fact that He has given me a chance to be in His house right now and show Him how happy I am about it. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, we're going to look at verse number 1. And it reads, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us amen god bless you you may be seated this morning the book of hebrews there chapter number 11 it is referring to lot of different accounts in the scripture that had happened. Uh, it starts and talks about Abraham and Isaac, goes on through until the present at that time, talking about men and women of God that had tested, had been tested and tried, that have stood, that did not give in. The scripture says that some were sawn asunder, some had died knowing this and, and preaching this and living this. And the scripture says they had all done that. And they had not received the promise. I want you to know this morning that in this house, we have an opportunity to receive the promise this morning. You, you look at this, these, these people as examples of how they dedicated their life to God. And they dedicated off a word that God had given them. And they had looked forward and, and they were expecting great things to be done by the word that was spoken. It was told that this promise was going to come. And it was preached and they lived it and they allowed themselves to be used of God. It did not matter what had happened. It did not matter what was said. They did not allow circumstances to make them waver in any way whatsoever from the word that they had heard. And this was only a word they had not experienced. They had only heard. And see, we have an advantage this morning. We can feel the promise that God has allowed us to have all around us this morning. We have a chance to be entertaining this presence that they preached about, that they dedicated themselves to God about. Amen. And we're living in the day and the time where God is pointed out upon who? The scripture says, upon whosoever will. They said, let them come. Amen. Amen. I want to be right here. I don't want to be anyplace else. I don't want my mind anyplace else this morning besides right here in this house. 
the scripture that we read, it says that we need to lay aside every sin and the weight that does so easily beset us. And see, you have to understand this morning that the devil, he wants to distract you. The devil wants you to believe a lie. He wants you to fall in love with sin. He wants you to uh, justify the sin that you have in your life as it being okay. Amen. Anything that he can do to, to keep you away from what God has, he's going to do it. And he's going to say whatever he thinks he needs to say. And you're going to have to understand the difference between the word of God and what everybody else says. And what the devil brings. And see, you have to have a, as senior pastor said, you have to understand what that love is really about. And you have to know that, that sometimes something else may look a little better. And sometimes it may fit in a little easier. But you have to take a stand for what you know is right. There was a, a, a time in my life when, when I was told uh, I was going through some things and I was being pulled by a spirit and uh, a man of God had set me down and he said, uh, here are your options. He says, you either do this or you, you do this. And, and, and the two options. And, and, and I took the option of what I thought. I, knowing the whole time, I knew what I should have been doing. I, I knew that if I would have just listened to what the man of God had said and I would have just buckled down and held on and prayed and fasted and trusted in God that I would have made it through and I knew everything would have been alright but in my heart I, I, I could not step out by faith and believe what the word was telling me and so I had to go prove everybody else wrong well of course as always you're not going to prove anybody all you're going to prove is that the devil's a liar. All you're going to prove is that you're making another huge mistake. That's all, that's all that's going to happen. And you're going to, along with that decision, the scripture says that we reap what we sow. And so with that decision that you think is so great, there's going to be a, a whole harvest of, of wrong and bad and horrible, miserable things that are going to follow the decision you think is so important. When all you really have to do, and what you, see the thing is, I knew in my heart, I knew I should just listen to what the man of God saying. I know that. I know that. But see, to me, I'm like, oh man, you know, but what if, if, if maybe there's a chance, maybe I can, I can figure it out another way, maybe I can make this work. Why do you want to take a chance on taking, uh, stepping out of the will of God? Stepping out of what God's placing in your life and take a chance on something that is unsure and something that is going to fail. When God has provided for you, God has opened the door for you. God is saying, come, let me show you the way to do it. Come, humble yourself and let me redirect you. Let me help you to see the right way here. And all you have to do is have faith. Faith. Believe what the word is saying. Believe that God's promises are true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's easier said than done sometimes. Always easier said than done. Because see, what happens is, is that in a, in a house of God like this, you feel the Holy Ghost moving and pulling, and, and, and pulling you to an altar of repentance and pulling to a place that God can touch your heart. 
But then when you leave, a lot of times you allow your emotions to kick in. And you allow the devil to begin to speak into your heart and begin to tell you, oh, you're a, a bad person. Oh, if you don't do this, you don't do that. All these different things, which is all just emotion. And, and let me tell you something. Emotion's not going to get you into heaven. Just because you start crying and just because you can have a, a tear fest, that doesn't mean God's touching you. That just means you're an emotional wreck. That means you're just giving in to everything that comes along and you don't know really what you're doing. That's why the scriptures very, very, very simply puts it. You lay aside the sin. You put it away from you. You get rid of the weight. You get rid of the garbage. You separate yourself from that stuff because all it's going to do is exactly what it says. It's going to weigh you down. It's going to pull you away from where God's trying to bring you up out of. You know, sometimes I think that people, they're missing brain waves and brain cells and portions of like maybe the right half sometimes because they can't comprehend what the Word of God is saying. I don't want to be mean. The other day, I was talking to a young man, and, and uh, I said, why are you doing that? He said, I'm not doing it. And he was doing it. And why he's doing it, he's telling me, I'm not doing it. I said, you've got some issues, buddy. I said, you have completely deceived yourself because you're in the middle of doing something, and you're saying you're not doing it. That's what sin does. The devil will have you so wrapped up with every kind of thing this world has to offer, you're going to think, oh, that's not who I am, and that's exactly who you are. If you say, oh, I love God, and oh, I want to serve God, oh, I want to do God's will, and then you leave, and you go do whatever you want to do, guess what? You don't love God. If you say, oh, I trust in God, I, I believe God can do all things, and then you cry the boo-hoos because God doesn't do anything in your life. Well, are you loving Him? Are you doing His work? Are you doing His will? Are you just saying it? You see, see, a lot of things in life you can get around and you can hide and you can, and you can dodge and you can, you can get away from, but you're not going to get away from God. And you're not going to be able to fool God. And you're not going to be, it doesn't matter how many times you tell yourself you're okay. If you're not okay, you're not okay. God knows your heart. God knows what's in there and what's lurking in there. And that's why He says, get it out. There's no place for that if you want to love me. There's no place for that if you want me to bless you in your life. You see, that's okay if you don't want the blessing of God. Well, hey, go do what you want to do. But when all said and done, you're not going to be in a place you want to be in. You know, another scripture, it says, and that knowing the time, it says it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. See, the devil just wants to keep you in a hitting the old spiritual snooze button. When something comes up and, and, and you don't want to deal with it, you just go back to sleep or you just dodge church or you just dodge praying, you just dodge the pastor. You just keep dodging things thinking, oh, it'll be okay. It's not okay. It's still there. If your car breaks down and you leave it on the side of the road and, and, and you go back a week later, it's not going to magically work now. It's still broke down. You haven't done anything to fix it yet. 
And when you allow sin to live in your heart and allow it to be there, it's going to stay there until you come to grips with what you really want in your life and be able to say, I don't want sin. I don't want the devil to control me. I don't want to be ruled by this world and the things of this world. I want to live for God. Stay in the place that the devil wants you to be at. And you can do the things that you think is so great and wonderful. And you can go all the places you want to go. You can you know, see all the things you want to see. Talk to whoever you want to talk to. You can do all of those things. And, and what does that do for you? What does it do? It makes you happy. But what the scripture said, the sin is but what? For a season. And you all know that after you go do your thing, that afterwards, you're not happy. You're still lonely. You're still, you're still missing. You have a void there. There's still a longingness for something more there. That's because it's just a fix. It's not the solution. And as long as you keep going for fixes, you're never going to actually fix the situation. You're just going to kind of sugarcoat it. You kind of kind of get through and get by. Kind of as a crutch, you can say. I don't want to be weak and I don't want to allow my mind to be in a place like that because God has got so much more for us. And for you to limit yourself to living in sin and limit yourself to living in a situation where God's not prospering in your life, you're just robbing yourself from the blessings of God. And you're saying, God, I don't want you. I don't want to go to heaven. I don't want to have your blessings. I don't want to live happy. I don't want to have joy in my life. I don't want to have peace. I love to be miserable. That doesn't sound right, does it? But that's what you're doing. <laughs> when you don't want to submit to God, you're saying all of those things. I don't want any of what you have. That's what you're telling God. And see, sometimes I think you really need to look at things the way it really is. It's so easy to say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, praise God, that's wonderful. But that's not what it is in your heart. In your heart, it's like, oh, man, I don't want this. I'm not ready for this. But see, the devil wants to, wants to tell you, oh, it will be okay. It will come together. Oh, oh, you'll have your time. And oh, 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 you can do your thing, and then later you can get to where you need to be at. Well, there's another account in the Scripture that talks about the ten virgins. And the scripture says the five were wise and five were foolish. And you know all of them had the exact same everything. They all had their, their vessel. They all had the opportunity to get it full. They all had that same chance. But the scripture said five of them chose not to fill their vessel. They were not prepared. They kept pushing it off. Kept making excuses of why they weren't doing it then. And there's the five wives who had prepared themselves to meet the bridegroom. They were ready. They weren't going to be running out the last second. They were already ready. They were looking forward to it, anticipating the arrival, if you will. And then what happened when the bridegroom came? The five foolish asked the five wives, let us have some of your oil. And they said, no, 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 you back off. This is mine. See, I've already prepared myself. 
I'm already making ready for this opportunity. I'm not going to give you any of mine lest I not have enough for myself. And see, that's sin. Sin always wants to push it off. It always wants to wait till later. Always wants to say there's another time. Well, there's not always going to be another time. The scripture says that this is the day that the Lord hath made. This is the day. Today, Sunday, November, whatever it is, this is a day that God has woke you up, given you a chance, given you an opportunity. And so it always comes back to what we're going to do. Are we going to claim the promise of God? Are we going to apply the promise of God the way it needs to be applied? Are we going to say another time? Oh, that's too close. That's, that, that, that's, getting, that's getting me in areas I don't want it to be in. Well, that's exactly what needs to happen. There is no reserve here. I'm not holding back a little anything. It's all getting laid out here. Because, see, that's what it says. Every sin, right? It said every sin, all sin, and the weight. Every little last bit of your idea, of your doings, of your ways, everything. He don't want any of it. He don't need any of it. That's exactly what he's trying to get you away from. And so he don't want to leave any of the remnants in there that will get mixed in with what he's trying to make you into. And if you're honest with yourself, you don't want any parts of it. You don't want anything to do with it because all it's going to do is this is going to leave the taste in your mouth and you're going to want to go back to it. Amen. I don't want anything to do with this world. I don't want any part of it because I know what the end of it is. The scripture tells you, it tells you plain what the end of sin is. It's death. So however you want to look at that, the end of sin is death. It doesn't matter how you want to, you know, what angle, what, what pro- projection, whatever the devil tries his spin on, the end is still the same. And if it's there in your heart, that's going to be the outcome. Death. And not a, a natural death, but a spiritual death. Not going to be able to have another chance then. Not going to have another opportunity of what we have today. Another scripture says, it says, cast not away your confidence, because it has great recompense of reward. The devil just wants to make you feel like you can't do it. Wants to make you feel like you're not good enough. Wants to make you feel like, oh, that's not for you. And all these, just a, he just, just let's put it this way, he's going to bring a discouraging word any way he can. And that's all it is. It's just a word that he wants to throw out. The scripture says he's a, a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. See, he doesn't have to devour you unless you just go ahead and surrender yourself and say, here I am. Come, have your way. See, I, you know, if that's your choice, that's your choice. But see, I see something else in the scripture. I see where men and women, they took the stand. And they were able to keep standing. They were able to keep praising and keep worshiping. No matter what came against them, they were able to keep their arms lifted up. They are able to keep their head lifted up because they knew that the devil, he's just a liar. And all he's going to bring is sin. All he's going to bring is torment. And so once you go ahead and get that in your mind, then you can stop worrying about it and you can just focus on worshiping God. 
Because the devil, he's going to keep on lying. He's going to keep on doing his thing. And I'm going to keep lifting my hands up. And I'm going to keep doing my thing. He ain't going to take my confidence. He ain't going to take my worship. He ain't going to take the word that God has given me in my heart. He's not going to take my Holy Ghost away from me. And I'm not going to offer it up to him and say, hey, why don't you come in here for a while? I want to see what you got. No, no, no. You stay where you're at. See, when God baptized you in Jesus' name and you rise up out of that water, the scripture said he is going, he gives you power. When that Holy Ghost comes, you've got the power and you have got the devil underneath you now. He has given you the victory. And so if you've already got the victory, then why are you wanting to battle with them any longer? If you've already got the victory over the sin, why do you want to come back in? Why do you want to mess around with what God has already separated you, cleaned you up, and brought you out of? Because all it's going to do is going to take you right back. Right back. Right back to being chained up right back to not being able to worship, right back not to be able to feel the presence of God. Friday night, there was a young lady, and she was praying, and I went over and prayed with her, and, and I don't know how many times she's been to church, but she was, she was sincere, and she was praying, and she was crying, and you could see the Holy Ghost all over her. And she was so close to receiving the Holy Ghost. And it was just a matter of her not being able to have the faith and not knowing of just let go. And trust God. He's right there. Every single step of the way. He's right there. And all you've got to do is step out of what you think. And step out of how, you know, your reserve area, if you will. If, if um, you know, put it in a, another way. If, if, if we came in here this morning and, and it was a matter of you worshiping. And, and whoever worships the most is going to get a million dollars. It would be. You know, people knocking everybody over in here. Because that, but see, the thing is, that's something you can see with your mind, and that, to you, sometimes has a value to it. But see, worshiping God and giving to God is so much more valuable than any kind of monetary value. (laughs) When you understand the opportunity that God has given us, He's given us a chance to go to heaven. He's given us an opportunity to have His Spirit in our life. And see, that's not a small thing. He's given us a sound mind to comprehend this Word. (laughs) The devil wants to say, oh, ain't no big deal. Ain't no big deal. It's just another service. Just another time. I'm going to play some songs. They're going to, you know, do their thing. And and that's that's just the routine. That's the way it goes. It's not a routine. It's not the way it goes. We come and we worship because we love God. We're here looking forward to and expecting great things to be done. I've not come just to have another service. I've come to be moved on by the Holy Ghost. I've come to see people moved on by the Holy Ghost. You have to step out of your area and say, Lord, I can't do this. I I cannot make it without you. I can't do it without you. I mess everything up when I do it on my own. I need you. Just be honest. Be honest. It doesn't do any good to come up to an altar and say, Oh, I'm perfect and I have nothing wrong with me. 
There's not going to be any, there, there's no need for change there, right? Because you've already got it figured out. You be honest with yourself and you say, I don't have it figured out. I've got issues in my life. I've got struggles. I've got things that come against me. I've got things that get me down. I, I, I see things I shouldn't see sometimes. I hear things I shouldn't hear. I need help. Stop justifying. And stop okaying. And stop saying, oh, no, 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 no. See, when you start doing that, you should go ahead and just stop. <laughs> when you sin, sometimes out with, oh, just stop. Just stop and be honest with yourself. And say, okay, okay. I need to take care of some things. I need to get some things straight here. I need to get going on the right path here. I need to awake here. Stop hitting the snooze button. Awake out of your sleep or your slumber. Awake or out of your sin. Put it that way. Awake out of that. And let God show you the way to do it. And when He shows you, you be ready to do it. You be excited to do it. You be Let's get excited about it. See, God, God's giving you a chance. He's opening a door before you. He's saying, here, here's what we do here, and now all you've got to do is apply it to your life. You're struggling, you're down, you're wrapped up, you're tangled up, all this stuff, and all you have to do is repent. You repent. You come, you repent. And then you get baptized in Jesus' name. And when you're baptized, He's going to wash away all the wickedness. Wash away all the old doings, the old thinking, the old ways, all that. He's going to wash away. And then he's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. It's not maybe, it's not a might. He's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. When you come and you're preparing your heart and you're making ready and you're sincere, he's going to fill you. That's what a promise is. Not a promise like this world gives. It's a promise from God and he cannot lie. He's going to fill you. And whatever it is, He's going to do it. If you're loving Him, you're serving Him, you're submitting your heart to Him, you're, 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 you're bowing down and giving it to Him, He's going to bring it forth to pass in your life. Whatever it is you need, He's going to bring it. And I'm not just saying a whole bunch of stuff. I mean it. You see, there's a difference when you say it and when you've been there before. And when God comes through for you, you can say, with it's what we call a testimony, that God is real and He's true. And His Word is not just a word, but it's something that takes place in your heart. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You get the Holy Ghost, and you let God fire you up the right way. You, you're not going to have time to get a frown on your face. You're not going to have time to worry about this and that and all these different things. Who cares about that? Because we've got the Holy Ghost. We've got the answer. We've got the solution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can keep doing it. You can keep going your ways. You keep doing all that stuff that you think is so great and wonderful. And you know what? When you get done with it and you see what the Word of God says and you see then what you should be doing right now, guess what? We're going to be here. And we're going to be praising Him. And we're going to keep, we're going, we're going to still be here shouting about how good God is. But you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, want you to take that chance of leaving here this morning and saying, I'll do it another time. And I'll, and I'll catch up later. I wouldn't take that, and I wouldn't do that, because you don't know if that other time is going to come. You don't know that when that other chance is going to come. So that's why I suggest strongly this morning that you get excited about what God's doing this morning. 
that you go ahead and, and you stand up and you say, devil, I don't want this any longer. I, I don't want to be in this place. I don't want to be in this situation any longer. I want to take advantage of the opportunity that you've given me right now. Right now. Right now. When Scripture says, why tarries thou? Arise! Get up out of your seat and say, devil, I've had enough. I'm waking up this morning. I'm waking up to an understanding of how good God is. And you know, you just keep thinking about how good God is. And you just keep trusting how good God is, how good He has been in the past. That's going to that's gonna give you something to praise about. That's going to give something to raise your hands about. That's going to give you something to shout about. That's going to give you something to jump for joy about. That's going to give you something to run the aisles about. If you think about the economy, you think about you know, your job, you think about your bank account, you think about your house, think about your family, think all these things, you know, it's not going to do you any good. You think about God, and you think about your place right now and your heart and your situation. Think about where you're at. Yeah. I'm thinking about right now, I'm ready to shout for joy. Because I know that in this house right now, God can do some good things. I know that there are some people that need to step out and to say, God, here I am. I'm tired of struggling with it. I'm tired of messing with it. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say, I'm going to claim it right now. I'm going to claim it. I'm going to claim it and I'm going to begin to praise God for the victory. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to say how. How is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? It doesn't matter. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And when it happens, I want to be right here. I want my hands lifted up. I want my heart being poured out. I want the Holy Ghost overflowing my vessel. I want to have my hands doing the work of God. I want to have my feet doing the work of God. I want my vessel being used in the right way. I don't want to be hiding it off and doing my own thing. I want to be in the house of God. Amen. How do we stand this morning? If you need the Holy Ghost this morning, you come down here. And you claim the Holy Ghost that God's promised you. You need victory this morning, you come down here and claim the victory that God's going to give you right now. Hallelujah! Worship the